0: Are ready, kids? I, I, Captain. I can't hit. <laughs>
1: it's time to set sail on another episode of unconstitutional awakening the podcast i'm your captain jim bob oval shorts and tonight we've got some good stuff going on as i have invited back both of my friends from down under terry from defeat the media and drew from missing the point podcast we're, uh, we're just going to catch up on some stuff Australia and see how things are going on the other side of the world, or the right side up, since Terry insists that I'm the one that's upside down. You know, it's good to have these folks in these other places, I think, and get a feel and an idea of what it's like to live on the other side of the world, and both of these guys have shown to be some pretty awesome fellows, man. They I think they live in separate areas from one another, because I think their time zones are a little different. Believe me, it's so hard working in time zones when it comes to doing things with the opposite side of the world. But they are gracious enough to get up extra early on their end to come over here and talk to us about all things Australia. You know, we're going to probably catch up on a whole bunch of things from, you know, moving forward in this weird you know, new normalers, whatever you want to call it, or however people are doing things now that's going on with tyranny and that side of the world. And, you know, we get into all kinds of different conversations about things, man. I mean, that's just kind of how we roll and we love finding medium grounds and having some, having some fun while we're doing it, you know? And, of course you guys know that i will always make sure that you can get backward to find every one of our fantabulous guests and everything that they're about and you know their projects and stuff like that over at everyone's favorite website unconstitutionalawakening.com your home for everything captain conspiracy and the freedom pirates yeah we've got so much cool stuff going on here all the time guy you know over here in the podcast for more section there's all kinds of good things in there, from the episodes of the show to episodes of me on the Red Pill Project, projects Louise are working on, garden stuff that Bandits working on, rants from Neptune, man, Caitlin's got stuff going on, and Cal Cal too, man. They're all over there, constantly keeping things rolling, so that you guys got something cool to check out. You can even find what they're what they're doing outside of it over here at the host section. There's individual links to get back to each one of their social medias, and you know. Even mine, because I'm all over the place as well. There's also some good links over here at the website for those of you that just listen and want to watch. And for those of you that watch and want to listen, we keep growing and stuff. We're even on a new app as of this week called Boom Play, So that's kind of super awesome. So if you've got that and want to check us out on that app, go for it. I, I, I work hard on trying to get our spread worldwide, and we're doing a good job of it. You can also just check out the show when you're there at the website right here. Just as a player for you guys to listen while you're surfing around, you can go over here and get you some sweet Unconstitutional Awakening merch, man. Kind of like these sweet stickers that I've been giving away here recently, man. We've got these Unconstitutional Awakening, the podcast stickers, and they're yours for free if you'll just answer my pirate riddles. You can go to unconstitutionalawakening.com, into the podcast and more section, and find the episode whether it's this episode or episodes past and see if the question's been answered and answer that question. Get yourself a a sticker. We're going to have some more stickers coming soon. So we'll have some extra chances to win and maybe even change it up a little bit. Who knows? But You guys go get yourself some free stickers. And if you like free stickers or you want some shirts or stuff, man, go on, go on over there to our merch store and get you something cool. You can also check out our friends in Liberty out there. Kirk Elliott, peachy key creations, ammo can survival, our, our buddy Brett Pike with classical learner and homeschools connected and our latest and our latest, what I think is one of our most groovy groups that we got going on is pure pet wellness with CBD products for your pets, man. Like take care of your pets, man. It's good for them. It's all kinds of stuff like that. These are all kind of good things that we support and, You know, uh, we appreciate each and every one of you out there that are supporting us and got things going on with us, man. This has been a heck of a ride and we're having a heck of a time doing it. So thank you so much, each and every one of you out there, from folks that are interacting to folks that are listening to folks that are watching. You guys are the reason that we keep going on. So keep it up and we'll keep it up ourselves. Well, enough about this nonsense. I reckon it's time to uh, weigh anchor and set sail on this thing and get going. So let's, let's hit it. And good, of course, good afternoon, everybody on my side of the world, and I guess over there where you fellows are, it's uh it's morning for you guys. I know it is over there with you, Terry. How you doing this morning, buddy?
2: Good, mate. Very tired as usual. I'm not a very good morning person. Um, I'd be quite happy cocooned up in my bed, but yeah, get out of my bed, get some coffee in me, and then get started.
1: One day we'll figure this out, and we can do an evening shooting with you, so that it doesn't have to be a first thing in the morning kind of deal. Yeah, that would be good. That would be good. But I do appreciate you joining us. It's always a pleasure having oh, you on here. And I thought it would be cool to introduce you to the other guy that I met in Australia. And I think you guys are in a different area. This is the host of the Missing the Point podcast and previous guest of my buddy here, Drew. Drew, missing man. He's, I love watching his memes, bro. He's over there always sharing good stuff over there on Instagram. And he's even doing some good stuff with his podcast too. So he's, you got multiple ones going on now, don't you? Yeah, I got three. See, it doesn't I, stop. It, you just keep going with it that's i mean but that's still pretty awesome man I, I think i think that's still out there passing messages and stuff i'm actually digging your little uh one where you guys are breaking movies down like that i think that's that's kind yeah, of um, that's up my alley
3: so i've got three different ones my one itself is just like a, a discussion platform where i get guests on and talk about stuff that i like and then mm-hmm. i've got a conspiracy theater 3000 with moral bob and andy rouse where we breakdown films and symbolism and then I've got an educational podcast where my co-host Kaylee she's a uh homeschooling mother and I'm a public school teacher and we just talk about ways in which you can get out of the system and help your child in their learning so it's actually a bit more of a serious one
1: no actually you know I I dig that we just recently had uh my friend and kind of like kind of like show sponsor kind of deal. He's just somebody that I work with dealing with this. His name is Brett Pike. He runs a homeschool, a thing called Homeschools Connected. And he's doing like online curriculums and stuff like that because he is a former teacher and the whole, you know, crazy thing with everybody and Winnie the Flu, he got out of it and just started actually writing children's books and making a, like a real thing going on. We've got almost... What did he say? He said the number the other week, but it's like it's it's oh, it's like over 17 million kids or something in the homeschool system now here in these here in the States,
0: because they all got sick and tired of dealing with the public. School well, at, last year alone, uh the public school system here in the United States lost one and a half million students last year. That's, that's 17 million is nearly
3: bigger than the entire population of Australia. <laughs> that's not <laughs> so good.
0: Well, At least well, that there's people taking their kids out of the system. Yeah, it's a total. It's a total failure. The public education system here in the states is a complete and utter failure. I mean, and that's just from myself. That's it, that. that it, and it's gotten exponentially worse in just the last five years. Five years, I would put that where it's just gone common core. Uh, <laughs> No, oh, don't get that, me started on that, Jesus. You don't. <clears throat> why would you try to fix something that wasn't broken in the first place? My oldest daughter comes to me for math, you know, help, and I'm like, like when she first started the, you know, um, and I'm like, well, I'm the last person you're going to want to come to for math help, and then I saw what she was working with, and I'm just like, what are they, what are they doing to you guys? You know, it's common core is. Common Core is the virtue signaling
3: of mathematics. Instead of just learning a concept and knowing it well, you have to show 50 different steps on the page, which is your virtue signaling in notes to show that you
0: understand it. Like, I, I did know, most of the work in my head and she's like, how did you get to that number? And I was like, I did it in my head. She's just like, we're not allowed to do that. And I'm like, why not? <laughs> she's like, I have to do like, there was this like the box method yeah. doing, And I'm like, I'm looking at what she's doing and I'm like, I could cut out about 10 steps and give you the right answer. And she's like, well, we, we're not allowed to do that. What, 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 I, I don't. Ironically, that, that box method
3: was developed for kids with high functioning autism that like to note things down, yeah. be very meticulous and figure things out differently. That's why that was developed. So I don't know why they're
0: applying that to the average kid it's not I can totally see that being used for
1: I you know a big reason that they did it which believe it or not it's weird but they hid it within this whole no child left behind act that they did here in the United States where and where they is that a chocolate
3: Jesus one did he come up with that no child left behind (laughs) I think so
0: I actually do think this was part of his yeah it has to be
1: I'm sorry. Um, no, that's so good. That,
0: um, <clears throat> but that's right though. He, he it ain't was, lying. It,
1: it was actually a uh, a Bush thing that ha- it started it, uh-huh. with a Bush thing in 2011, and by the time Obama got there, yes, he made sure that it was across the board in the United States, and they. So by 2015, they had this whole thing going on where it was. We're not gonna. We're gonna make sure everybody gets to graduate, even yeah, kids that
0: don't know their ass from a hole in the ground. But see, I told you that's when it started. Just like a few, you know, five six years ago, everybody get was getting a partici- Everybody gets a participation trophy. Everybody gets a college degree. Everybody graduates, and then the whole system is flooded with autists. <laughs> you know, it's, I mean, it's
2: how, how much do we think that this is deliberate? Do you think they're dumbing them down deliberately?
1: Well, seeing oh, as how 100%
2: seeing,
0: 100%, seeing as is how the...
1: Gleshane Maxwell's father, who was an agent for Mossad, totally was behind the textbooks inside of the American school system since the 80s, mm-hmm. yes, I think it was totally planned.
0: But look at the uh, the federal uh, look at the federal Department of Education. You what can't, hell? I mean, just for the United States, nobody can name one thing, one thing that it has contributed to the betterment of, like, the public education system. They mm. have not brought about anything that has been good, but any good anything good. Well, I think that's the West in general, right?
1: Yeah. Education,
0: well, since-
3: they throw money at it year after year, and the results yep. have been progressively getting worse for the past 60 years. And the problem with education in general, I see, is they try, they reinvent the wheel. They try that for ten years. They realize it doesn't work. Try to and go back that, to the old method. That doesn't work again. They try to invent something new, and it's an endless cycle of regurgitating the same stuff that's proven doesn't work again and again. And
0: it's to the they turn that wheel into a society. square. turn that wheel into a square and then chisel it back into a wheel and then turn it back into a square when when
1: the reality when the reality is is throughout history a lot of times your your parents and your neighborhood kind of all helped educate you by default you know what i'm saying and even when mm -hmm. schools did start existing it would be a lot of people in the same area different age range and such but it was to help other kids learn and educate and expand on their own. like my being a homeschool kid, myself with my parent with, I mean, not myself, but with my, my kids, I'm a homeschool parent. Like we have different takes on how to adventure at things. Like I'm a big believer in everything's a lesson in some kind of way, even down to making a grilled cheese sandwich where, you know, I also like to break out some things that I think are on hand to be able to be used. Like our friend Brett's stuff and, like you know how worksheets and stuff i know some of that repetitive stuff isn't good f- in a sense but at the same time it does help them remember how to do some math problems and stuff like that and get to the point where they can do it in their head and we mm-hmm. we relied too much on god just that right learning we 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 got a uh ever since its inception ever since the uh our ed- board of education or whatever it's inception in the 80s School, you know, brain just peep power or whatever just went down like way But the number
0: one problem with the public education system, the number one problem kids are in school too long each day. Oh, yeah. It does not take that long per day. They've done studies from grade school, middle school, high school on like their focus throughout the day when it comes to curriculum grade school kids only, are only able to focus on schoolwork for about two to two and a half hours. Mm. Middle school kids, it goes from about three and a half to four hours. High school kids, it's somewhere between four and five. Ready for the evidence
3: on that one? Results for students in Victoria, my home state, they went up during COVID when they were doing the least <laughs> amount of learning. Yes. And as soon as they go back? Straight back down. Yep.
2: My daughters get way too much homework as well. My eldest is yeah, in oh. first year of high school. It's insane compared to what I used to do when I was younger. And I'm like, I didn't do that level of homework until I was in third year. Ready, getting ready, all ready, this. It's just burning them out, isn't it? Their homework They're homework. Exactly. Man. I ready to here. Here's
3: the joke about that. Evidence-based education is what all Australian curriculum is on. Everything has to be evidence-based. It's not evidence-based, it gets thrown out. The evidence shows that homework has little to no effect on a student's mm-hmm. outcomes, yet we mm-hmm. still keep pushing it. Yep. And that's in and
0: our own studies. That. But it's about obedience. Schools <laughs> now focus more on making an obedient work like an obedience tax an obedient tax slave. I
1: mean, ever since you we go went- to
0: work and that homework is actually like, oh, we want you to stay overtime because we want you to keep working. Well, you ever, know, and
1: ever- Ever since we transferred to that Prussian education system, that sure does seem to be the uh, <laughs> the result of what it's been. Like, let's just become obedient little factory workers and do as we're told. Oh talking. yeah,
2: you get you get rewarded for conformity, don't you? And mm-hmm. you
1: do it's it a, it's a self defeating system, though.
3: The Prussian model is essentially just a, a means for making factory workers right. Yeah. You have the bell tells you when you can go eat, when to yeah. come back to work. You have your five hours at school. You go home. Blah blah blah. You go through that entire model from kindergarten through to primary school through to high school. But as soon as you get to university, what happens to these kids? They push back against the system and they become little socialists, which don't use the Prussian model. They don't want to be factory
2: workers. So it's not cutting their foot off. They don't turn up after classes, do they? (laughs) No, No. it's all online. No, man. I I was bad
0: about that the the first time I was in college, man. I, I just didn't show up. I got out of high school, went immediately into college. And I was like, I don't have, wait, I don't have to be here. (laughs) I'm I'm leaving. (laughs) All right. And then that's how I ended up in the military was I flunked out of college. And I was like, what am I going to do now? Ah, military, here I come. And I get out and then I go back to college and I'm like, hey, this isn't so bad, you know, and graduated college that time. Oh, and the no. other way,
3: I left the military, went into university, was absolutely shocked at what the hell the system was like, yes. learned very quickly, you have to tell them what they want to hear, and yep. then from then on, I didn't attend any lectures, just got the brief for the assignment, wrote an assignment up, and got HDs the entire time, by distinctions.
2: Yeah, yes. I didn't even go to college, I, I sort of missed that whole step out, I just went straight into the military, and um, they, they kept trying to push me into College as well. Oh, do you want to become an officer? Do you want to become an officer? And, and I was like, no, I, I chose a hand skilled trade for a reason. I don't want to sit behind a desk. I want to work. I want to use <sighs> my hands. And they're like, oh, yeah. okay, fine. Yeah. So I, I avoided the whole university thing. What my my father told me, and I think it was good advice at the time, was, um you know, that that market is getting saturated, mm-hmm. and there's going to be a plan soon for hand skilled trades. He says, so you're going to be jumping in on that side and. You should be able to pick up some decent money, and he was right. I did, so it was a good decision. But do I miss being educated in certain aspects? Yeah, I'd, I'd love to have studied psychology a lot more. But yeah, it is what it is. But I think I think there's a failure in the system when they just keep churning out these these kids, and they're all highly qualified, and none of them can pick up a fucking job.
0: Why? Why? So. There's a I, difference between being smart and being educated.
1: Yes, Terry, because you know? I, I truly believe in indoctrination. It. You can you can yes. I, you have the same brain mass as the person that went to college to learn about psychology? What is stopping mm. you from educating yourself on such a subject? The 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 the, the stuff to learn about it is there. You know what I'm saying? Like you, mm. you could very easily self-educate. I know you're not going to have your fancy doc or whatever for it, but in mm. your own mind, you would be able to understand the aspects of this just from reading the text. I mean, there's, there's, there's a lot this piece of piece of paper that. that says I graduated from
3: college yeah. and I have a bachelor's
0: <laughs> degree. Well, it's,
3: that did, that even, it's uh, the same uh, with even, it's the same with even trade trades right now. Like my old man grew up in a time when there weren't trade <laughs> certificates. He just mm-hmm. did a bit of everything. He learned, to, he became a Boilermaker. He was a builder. He did it all. An and then incredible. those trade certificates came in mm-hmm. and he was like, I'm not going back to get those certificates. Yep. Like I've done it my whole life.
0: Yeah. yeah. Yep. It It's I- gotten to the point right now where there really is such a deficit in the trades area that especially like plumbers, HVAC, I don't think electricians have reached it as bad as plumbers and eight heating, ventilation, air conditioning, HVAC guys. It takes you a couple of weeks to get a guy, a, a guy to show up to your place right now, to your house.
2: There yeah, are so few right now. And well, the funny thing is, I'm, I'm, as a welder, I'm getting paid more than, than <laughs> one of my friends who worked in stocks and trading in the city, in Brisbane. And, he, and he's like, oh, I chose the wrong career path. That's a guy that's gone through universities, mm-hmm. he knows his stuff in the financial sector, and he's turning around to me who just glues metal together and says, yeah, I should have chose that job. So there's too many of them, isn't there? There's there's too many people competing and fighting, and when you've got that, they, they can't demand the, the same sort of fees as, as those that can when when there's more of a demand for that trade. Yeah, So. Yeah.
1: And that's a big problem in the construction realm, though, here that I see in the states down here in the southeast where I am, is so many of those guys are tired of working for people that are making buttloads of money off of their backs. And they're making their own, you know, they're getting their own van because they know how to do it. And they're doing their own electrical work and they're doing their own plumbing work. And they're, you know what I'm saying? But now because of that, the it's it is you're right it's so saturated every other person's a something and yeah. and you know it's pretty common down here in the south and I, I i can see where it can be a problem too though like i don't think there's any lack of anybody out there but there is also some that you know like right off the top just for seeing them they kind of have a dominant force around here. I mean it
2: goes back to the education.
1: I've worked for a bunch of myself. I've always been in the the skilled thing. Like kind of like Drew was saying up there about his pop. Like I'm I'm the guy that's done it all. Like I've I've put pipe for plumbing. I've done I've pulled wire for electrical. I've laid foundations I've framed houses I've done roofs. Like there's nothing I haven't ever been scared to give a shot to because at the end of the day I know how to work with my hands and I always knew there was a way to make a few bucks if you could Show up with the rest of the dudes and do the rest. Do the same thing that the rest of them did.
2: Mm-hmm. And I, I, mean, I mean, how 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 is the the education system not teaching people how to set up their own business, how the financial sector works, and um, any of this sort of stuff? Really important life lessons, things that you need in your life, and you don't get taught by any of it. The so better. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I think how mad they'd all be if they'd be like, "What? Wait a minute! they take money off us." And they send it to weapons manufacturers. Exactly. And we're, we're, you know. So the whole, the whole system's a failure at the moment for me. And it's getting Met, worse. Mandatory reading should be the book. Everything I
3: want to do is illegal. That should be taught in high school.
1: <laughs> I mean, it, it, it really should. There's, get, go ahead and get them started to see what there is. Like, I think, I think a good history teacher would leave you, would have you coming out of, school being like what the fuck something mm. me- something came along somewhere and fuck something up and we need to do something about it you know what i mean like we uh, yes, us yes. us americans over here we're we're flipping over the flipping over tea and stuff and mad because of three percent and now like 40 of our and 40 of our income is taxed and then everything on the streets that we have to buy is taxed and, and whatnot but at the end of the day To live as a human, you know, to live as a human in America, you're taxed damn near 70 percent of the money you have between buying things and stuff like that alone.
3: And that's a slave.
2: And and that's a slave.
1: That's a slave.
3: We were were more free as medieval serfs than what we are now. Yeah, because
0: they did a study about that, about how many days off they got as medieval peasants working the potato fields. They did a study like how much free time they got and what their general quality of life was compared to what we have here. And it was actually greater for
2: them than it is for us. Yeah. Well, essentially we we're just a modern serf, aren't we? Really? I mean, yeah. really and that, that's all we are at the moment. <clears throat> I like how you I like how you red said red at red the brown. moment.
3: The worst part is the whole superannuation thing or your 401Ks, whatever you call it in the States where a certain Mm -hmm. amount of your money goes away for your retirement, but you don't get a choice in how that's actually invested or spent really. You have the illusion of choice and generally goes back to things that screw you over in the long run. Anyway,
0: this is true. Like there's no doubt about that. In the end, if anything was to ever happen, you would be better off having a hard skilled trade than a college certificate because when it came down to it in the end you could trade your skills for goods you know Mm -hmm. if you if you had to
2: sure yeah well you're, you're offering a service repairing or manufacturing and then they give you something in return but you know you can't really there's only so much you can do by throwing a piece of paper around and saying yeah okay what would what, what can I trade you for my knowledge on um, business and an accountant or something? One of these really ridiculous degrees that they've got now. What what, what do they call it? Political science and things like that.
3: Can you imagine <laughs> when the world collapses? There's
2: people on the streets with
0: science going. That's, um, what, we'll I tach, we'll for, That's for, what I was getting. We'll teach algebra.
2: That's what I was alluding that. to. I was alluding to what Drew
0: just said. Like you would be better having a hard skilled trade than going, uh, you know, I've got a journalist degree. I will write a political document for food, you know. Yeah, we'll yeah, teach I not you why explain. the penis I, I is the worst you you. part of the world.
1: Yeah. Of you,
2: want, you, know?
1: <laughs> it, you know, and let a lot of, you know, let alone, Having, I guess, the skills alone, you know, like I think I think it's imperative to have multiple skills like there's nothing wrong with having a trade that you profess in and stuff like that or something that you're really, really good at. That's awesome. And there's I'm the same way with different things, but having my hands in everything has, I think, has its benefits. You know, if I was to be everything, I always joke around, you know, if everything was a shutdown today or they were to lock me out of whatever modern society they wanted I'd totally be a Flintstone. I got no problem being out there in the woods because It'd be I'm, okay. I'm going to survive and I'm going to live probably comfortably and not even worry about whatever's going on in the other world. Cause I, I do have the skills necessary to build shelter, find food and continue to live a pretty pleasant life because I've got a, you know, good head on my shoulders and don't need, you'd be surprised at how far you can get with a, with a hatchet and a little bit of rope. Like
3: this leads us to the issue with the broader population at the moment. I'm in a very firm belief that either it's manufactured, or well, it's definitely manufactured, but they're definitely attacking the food system at the moment, worldwide. Yes, 100%. Most of last year, as Terry would know, Victoria was flooded out. We've lost most of our major crop set zones, and now Queensland's getting hit with with all kinds of weather systems, and so is the West, Western Australia. So we've got two different parts of a 12 month cycle where our major food bowls are getting hit. That can't be coincidence. Sure. Sure. I
1: I don't believe in coincidence. You know, we just had some interesting weather that spanned all the way from where bandit is all the way down to where I was and, you know, destroyed quite a bit with, with uh, you know, 65 degrees and tornadoes in January. And which is a little out of place for, I mean, not too out of place. I've seen it before, but it's a little out of place and I don't, it doesn't put me, put it past, things that are clearly, clearly real. You know what I'm saying? Like we had an
0: earthquake in Kentucky. Yeah.
1: There really is weather manipulation and stuff like that. There's at this point, we had snow in summer, you know? Yeah. There's, there's no denying stuff like that. And, and, but at the same time, at the same time, I'm the guy that likes to look at, well, who owns these, these places? Like this is something I've been bringing up quite frequently here recently. And so is another buddy of mine from another show, but that, most of your food processing plants that exist are all totally owned by big tobacco, like RJ Reynolds and Philip Morris and a couple other big world conglomerates in the tobacco industry in the 1980s bought most of your things like Nabisco and Kraft and other food processing things across the globe. It's not just a, just a, a matter of ones in the thing. And like, you start realizing that why are the people that are behind the tobacco also behind the food that we're consuming that probably is on about the same level of not good. You know, I know a lot of people can't garden and it's not that they can't. I think everybody has the ability to do anything because we're all from the same kind of gene pool, but they just need to learn and work on stuff and get a chicken and all that good kind of stuff. Cause that's, I, I know it's well it sucks, but I'm I, it sucks. But at the same time, I'm glad you're not going to be able to go to the store and buy something with 50 ingredients, 48 of which cause cancer.
2: They want I you. Sorry, to um, Yeah,
0: they, this all comes for like full circle back to like they want you to be totally reliant on yes them that's what them yeah on yep. them like. You know, uh, we're going to feed you. Don't worry. The, mo- the most dangerous words ever spoken by somebody are, I'm from the government and I'm here to help. You know, I, I-, I will we'll handle this. We'll bring, we- we'll get you food. We'll get you supplies. We'll get you everything you need. No, nah, I don't
2: think so. You remember you know? Henry Kissinger called as well. So he said, yeah. uh, oil and control nations, control food you know? and control people. I think yeah. we're witnessing part of that at the moment, where they are trying to gain leverage over the food supply. And I'm not entirely sure what's going on as with regards. I've heard a lot of people saying they're deliberately, a, like, a, maybe not arson attacks on food plants, but there's been a lot of them being shut down and being on fire and stuff. And planes flying. It's like into this them. coincidence yeah. thing. It's like, okay, I can imagine like a few accidents, but when it's all happening within six months, and you're like, something's going on here. <clears throat> So do I foresee that perhaps they are looking to control the food supply because then obviously you control the food and people are going to they're going to do as they're told in order to get their rations, etc. Oh, yeah. Obviously, Please. this is current during the midst of a, an empire collapsing. So when shit hits the fan and it gets really bad, they're going to they're going to stand in line with a ration ticket. And say, yep, give me my fucking three carrots and my fucking lentils or whatever. And I think we're heading that way. I could be wrong, but that's the way I see it is, is just control over the food system. Yeah,
3: it's a fourth turning situation. There's only one thing, Jim, Bob, I'll quickly go back to what you're saying about the food being poisoned. There's one good thing they're doing for us. All those preservatives are keeping us very youthful. Like look at people today. They look so young for so long compared to people in the past. Oh, now, that, that going to put it down to
0: preservatives, right? That's That is something, that is weird. You know, when you look at like- what our parents looked like at, you know, 30 and 40 compared to what we look like at 30 and 40. It's like the Obi-Wan Kenobi meme. You look at and
3: McGregor as Obi-Wan, and then the original Obi-Wan, it's like the span of 10 years
2: aged and about 40. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's true. You guys can I, talk for yourself. I look haggard as fuck. I
0: don't know. <laughs> There's that man. span I don't, of time I don't. in the morning when you wake up <laughs> where it's not the best,
3: man. But, but yeah. the you're in time, Queensland, Matt. You probably get a bit too much sun. At, probably, at the same yeah.
1: time, they didn't right. have it much better since they were painting everything with lead and breathing arsenic on the regular. like Asbestos, I mean,
0: lead, yeah, maybe. lead gasoline, they, everything. You know, they,
1: they were they were making dumb choices too. I, I don't doubt that we were making dumb choices and it's it. I don't know. Like, I think that a lot of the, these bigger companies that have been kind of harming people, I know it makes people freak out and it's, people are always like, Oh, that's just controversial. But I'm just like, you know what? That general mills place probably wasn't needed. Cause it's all right. We don't, yeah. need, we don't need Cheerios. They're not a part of a balanced breakfast. Like that's a load of shit. Go eat a grapefruit and start your day that way, and see how much of a difference it makes compared to like. Or just drink coffee. Yeah, and I mean, cereal happy metals.
0: Yeah, yeah, dude. Baby you get all baby your food is. You get all your vitamins and minerals in one bite. Gerber baby food, <laughs> the largest baby food company in
1: the world. You can take a magnet to the baby food and pull sh- metal shavings out of it. It's
3: yeah. the same with cereal, man. You grind cereal up, Kellogs, anything. It's got so much shit in it.
1: Yeah, it's 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 be and you know the FDA regulates this stuff is okay in you can have you can have so many bug pieces per ounce of food you can have Peanut butter and coffee you can have so many you know of glass shavings and particles and stuff in things like there's there's why is there limitations why the fuck should any of that be in there you should be cleaning your shit and making sure stuff like that isn't in there like it's Oh, look it's... at
2: the artificial sweeteners as well I mean, Artificial man. sweeteners. Man. The but they've man. just it's the same thing but they just changed it slightly and rebranded it and it's, it's it was... actually worse for you than what a standard sugar would be anyway oh, but
0: like my... sweet and low Eight and ones, what was yeah. the yellow yeah. what was the yellow one um uh... You had Sweet and Low and then uh, Splenda. Splenda. And you also had
1: Equate. That was another one that was yeah. all, all over the place. you know. And then you know they do the same thing with oils though. Like about my, I'm against a lot of these fake milks. People are like, oh, why? People are allergic to dairy. And I'm like, no, people are just allergic to the wrong kind of dairy because we're consuming and adding things to the dairy, which is causing effects. I was like, you're not doing anything for yourself drinking oil. And they're like, what do you mean? And seed oils, these, these oat milks and these almond milks and these flax milks, they are made with rapeseed oil. And everybody's like, well, what's rapeseed oil? Oh, they said that it's an old thing and it's good for your body. And I said, no, it's not. It's just canola oil under a different name. And there people are like, (laughs) what? I was like, yeah, they just rebranded canola oil and they're calling it rapeseed oil and they're getting you to drink it by the eight to 16 ounce glass because you think you're making a better decision than drinking cow's milk. And people are like, what the hell? I'm like, no, if you go back to raw cow's milk or even change to goat's milk, because I prefer goat's milk myself, but like you'd see that you don't have the allergic reactions that you're getting from whatever process they're putting it through to give it to you. The same with the wheat, the same with the, with the, uh, what is it now? Sesame and everything else. They're like, Oh, people are getting sick off this. They're having allergic reactions to it. And I'm like, they're having re- allergic reactions to the shit that roundup is spraying on it. Like that's, that's what you're having. They like. did yeah, a-
0: Exactly. Th- the doctors that did that study for the whole sesame seed allergic reaction thing that i, I think that's all like gone it. yeah i think they've that's all gone away because that whole study because even the doctors that did the study were like uh this is not necessarily true but we're writing this anyway so
1: because yeah, sesame how, is already in so of, much
2: how much of the food supplies gmos I remember like 10 years ago, we were all kicking up a stink about GMOs and then it just sort of disappeared from the newsline, didn't it? it
3: Most people talking.
2: at GMOs they, now. They, they Almost pa- everything they, now, I think. Thinking, they they, yeah. passed, they passed laws.
1: They passed laws here in the States that made and, it to where they didn't have to label things certain ways.
2: To get around it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sneaky. Yeah. See, that's uh, the
1: funny thing though.
3: You've had all these people and you see a lot of it in Queensland with the yummy mummies on up on the coast too. <laughs> love to live naturally and they, they might smoke a little bit of the reefer and they do all those really back to nature things, but then they go out and shoot themselves up with their mRNA.
0: They are literally a GMO themselves, but they won't ingest GMO food. Absolutely right. The hypocrite. It's, it's, it's all virtue signaling. Like, hey, I live a healthy lifestyle. I'm vegan. I'm vegetarian. I don't well, eat dairy. I, am, I have a gluten allergy, but I'll go take the, you know, the, the vaccine. So I can't get it to actually answer the question of how much food
1: in the U.S. is GMO. Instead, it's like, oh, well, you know, there's... God, that's a horrifyingly high statistical numbers. Look at these numbers. They're like, well, they don't... Look at the corn. And corn's in everything.
3: Jesus. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Sugar beets, that's they use sugar beets instead of cane sugar and a lot of stuff like that. And yeah. people are like, What do you mean? Oh, what's the man. difference? And I'm like, No, cane sugar is actual sugar. It's popular in the south, but it's bitter. And people are like, What do you mean it's bitter? I'm like, Well, it's got a different taste because it doesn't taste like whatever bullshit they're refining down. We have sugar beet refineries yep. here in Georgia. I see them all over the place. And you want to know what the sign says on it? Sugar, the new crude. <laughs> I shit uh, you not makes sense. like. It's 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 like whoa, and that's you're right, those numbers are terrifying, and that's not even opening the article. So just so you know, that continues on and they they're
3: pointing. Do you know what sparked my mind when reading that though, Jim Bob?
0: What's that? I
3: saw that and I instantly went to the Wolverine film with Hugh Jackman, where it's in the future and all the mutants have been wiped out. They weren't shot and killed, they were bred mm-hmm. out of existence by genetically modified foods. And the guy goes into this big spiel about. He put GMOs in corn and in sugary drinks, and that changed the DNA of the population to the point where there are no
0: more mutants. Well, what are they trying to wipe out now? Just and through our food us. system. All of us. All as of many us. as they can. Yeah, as many as they can. I mean, I mean, just think about, like, in the last, I mean, I could say 50, 50 years, maybe. Like, look at, like... The amount of just diseases that have skyrocketed. Look at I mean cancer, uh miscarriages, autism, um any anything. Asthma. It, it, yeah, it, it has oh now they're trying to ban gas stoves because of asthma. Yeah. Oh, sure. <laughs> you laugh at it, but people actually believe this shit that they're actually like putting oh, yeah. out in the mainstream media. Like, if oh my it god, I get rid- it, it, If it wasn't real, it wouldn't be on the television. Yeah. Come on, Bandit. That's how it works. It's real. It's important. I mean, just the last 50 years, look at the amount of diseases and cancers and stuff that have just skyrocketed into the multiples of hundreds of percents. Oh, oh, we've just... We've just
1: discovered it guys. We didn't realize that it was a disease then. That's why it's now a disease and you can you can take this pill and it's going to give you 38 side effects including ear
0: bleeding and eye ruptures and He's possibly death. That you Is know what I'm saying? Like one of the funniest commercials to ever see are these commercials for the medications and then they and they're all happy and jumping around. And, uh, this may cause, and they'll go through 30 side effects really that quickly are, that are worse than what, you know, the sickness that this pill was for your side effects are worse than that. It's like a pill for
3: an itchy toe and the side effects might cause spina bifida. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or Spon-
0: Spontaneous combustion, you know, yeah. I mean, it's <laughs> just something and people just eat this, eat this up. You know, well, it's
3: easier to take a pill than it is to take care of your own body, isn't it? It's too hard to go to the gym for at least an hour a day. It's too hard to prepare and cook your own healthy, clean food.
2: It's a lot easier to go to Macca's and just buy a meal, right? Yeah. Well, this is the thing. They, they give you all these um, GMOs and obviously cancer, things like that are picked up. But then in the media, they'll turn around and say, oh, well, these things are perfectly fine. But bacon gives you cancer. Yeah. you know and you're, you're like oh for fuck's fuck just stop already you know yeah things that have been part of the stable I, diet centuries, and oh they're bad for you and it's like we know that that's shit
1: i have growing up i have seen eggs flip-flop eggs were like oh eggs are healthy oh eggs could kill you Egg Oh, eggs are healthier them. yeah it goes mm-hmm. back and forth like they don't they clearly it's almost like somebody doesn't know what the fuck they're talking about and they'll just tell you whatever they need to tell you to get paid
3: it's like they got the same stories on repeat, like same with chocolate. Chocolate has high antioxidant amounts and it's great for your health. So they suggest you should have a piece of chocolate every day. Then it's you should never eat chocolate because it's yeah. bad for you.
0: And another one is salt. Oh, I fucking love salt. Like they God. flip. Oh, Definitely. I love salt, man. I'm like a horse it, with a salt lick. I, I, use, I use salt shakers like maracas, man. I'm not kidding <laughs> you. I mean... And see, there was that whole thing where it's like, oh, it, you know, it's bad for you. It's good for you. It's bad for you. It's good for you.
2: It's not bad for you, you know? I, I check the source, basically. If, yeah. if they're saying that, I, I check it, who's 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 writing it. Because if they've got an agenda, if they're tied to one of these government organizations, it's a fucking very high chance that they're lying through their teeth. It's, it's everything
3: is- in moderation. Like, how often do people... Right.
0: write? It's like, if I drink too much water, it will kill me. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Mm.
0: And see, the thing is, it's like, regardless, you can, regardless of the situation, you can eat whatever you want, just in moderation, minus minus fast food. I, I won't cross that line, but anything at home, I mean, you can eat anything in moderation and stay relatively healthy, you know? Only, Seriously, and, though, and the biggest thing is, they the fast food
3: taste so good. That's the the I really thing. won't lie, man. Uh, but as long, drink, as long as you drink, as long as you
0: drink a large diet coke with it, you'll be all right. Yeah, I'm being healthy.
1: Yeah, it's okay to eat that human sandwich as long as you're drinking a large diet coke. Don't feel bad.
0: About <laughs> say <it>. that. <laughs> don't say that, man. We're gonna go to Soylent Green.
1: I mean, you don't think we're already there?
0: Oh, pretty close. You, you know, do, we're we're, do you, we're on the tipping point. Th- I mean, of think of something th- like that
1: we're around the tipping point of finding out they've been doing it I, as the way I look at it. I mean, there's, eh. there's, there's anything no, tastes good. If you season you, it and cook you, it right. You've got all of these corporations <laughs> that, that have been in bed with the government to make sure that they pass regulations to keep these corporations on top. And I'll call any of them across the board out. I don't care if it's McDonald's Walmart, Tyson chicken, you know what I'm saying? Like they make sure that their product is the, product on the shelf that everybody sees that everybody buys. They're the ones that are trying to find the best ways to cut as many corners as they can cut to keep a profit and, you know, not have to pay people. That's why you have like chicken farms down here in the state that I'm always talking about that are run by prisoners and illegal aliens, technically, you know, according to paperwork that are getting paid pennies on the dollar to farm these chickens poor corporations that are putting them on the shelves out there. And they're like, Oh, like it's, it's all outsourced or blah, blah, you know, they make up something to make it sound pleasant to everybody else. And yet they're feeding you poison. Like they're intentionally, you know, gassing up chickens with extra growth and this, that, and the other. And I have this argument with people quite frequently, actually, they're like, Oh, look at how beautiful this piece of meat looks because it's grain fed and not grass fed. And I'm like, you think that fat's normal? Like, you think that that animal being engorged and out, out of shape, like most humans are, is normal?
0: Just look at the size we have of some chickens. Marbled meat. Ooh. Yeah, just look at the size of what like meat chickens have gone from in the last since the 50s. Look at the size that they've gone from like almost the size of like a Cornish hen. Mm-hmm. to this massively just grotesque thing. And I've got a couple of meat chickens in my chicken coop in the backyard. You know, they're they're sh- sh- monsters. You know, and standing next to a normal hen is a third
3: of the size. And people forget that chickens generally in a single breed come in two different sizes, a bantam and a large. And the bantams are traditionally what the size was before we started breeding the mm-hmm. four size. and you look at a normal sized chicken like you're not gonna get much out of that
1: yeah 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 i mean chicken chickens they weren't these giant ass things that they are now that's a definite fact and you're right about the bantam thing. like where's bantams are still pretty common around here i mean that's a that's a that's a lunch meal you know what i'm saying like that's a Mm -hmm. chicken that you would just uh, for somebody that needs a chicken and stuff like that and now it's well, how much chicken can we get out of this chicken? Let's inject them with all this stuff. And it's okay. It's healthy. It's not going to hurt them. Like it's a, it, it it's to make sure that they're going to be okay. You need to give check, chickens and cows vaccines. It's good for them. And it's just like, wait, wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. Since when are we just going to start adding things? And I, you're right. I think it, the preservative aspect of it, you've also got, and I'm sure our parents said the same thing. And I'm sure the parent, our parents' parents said the same thing, but you've also got like, Children across the board, whether it be, you know, little boys or little girls, they're already maturing before they need to mature. It's it's wild that all this is going on and people are just like, okay, it's nothing major. Just go eat your McDonald's. It'll be all right. Like, wait a minute, Mm -hmm. dude. Why are you still putting that in your body? We have proven it's poison. There's dudes that have 1990s McDonald's meals in a glass case to show you that they still look the same as the day, the day that he bought them. That's not, okay. that's not natural.
2: And it, they, it doesn't and everything's ethical, but it's really not. I mean, when you look at the fishing industry as well, and they're saying that uh, on the can, and it's got these labels saying this has been ethically fished. And then you get programs like Sea Seaspiracy that shows you, it's all a fucking lie. Yep. They're lying yep. and saying that they're doing this. The trawlers are dragging everything up. And, you know, it's every part of the food industry. Is it's trying to kill much- you. Yeah, it's been protected by people, money swapping hands. Yeah, okay, we'll lie and say that this is good for you or it's acceptable or it was ethically, or it was grain-fed, ethically fished. It's all nonsense. Do you know what I mean? Everywhere you look in the food industry, every single lie that they've said about GMOs, a lot of it has been pulled apart, but no one cares. No one really gives a shit anymore, do they? Just like, give me my McDonald's and then that's it. I'll just eat that yeah fair enough do you think anyone would take gmo
3: seriously if you tried to teach it within the context of the school anymore considering most people have taken a certain procedure
2: now i think i think so i think if you had a new generation of kids being told listen you're being fed poison they'd probably all sort of be like yeah yeah something, you, something's not right here can, can but I, then can, again can, at the same time the kids are being dumbed down and So to that point right there, you know,
1: when we have on the aspect of food, we have this great story that you could always bring up about
0: Americans where. Jesus, come on, man. Why do you got to bring this up?
1: Where (laughs) A and W was making the one third burger and everybody was just like, uh, no. And they, you know, they failed at it or
0: whatever. They thought the quarter common
3: core is working. Apparently. Yeah.
0: I hate fractions. And I still understood that that is like, like what? But they, that's a the problem. A third was smaller than a I quarter. thought pizza was big in America. Fractions should be really easy for you guys. Mm, and <laughs> pizza is good. Pizza sounds good. Yeah. I think. I, okay. I know what I'm doing.
1: Don't get, don't get off track, buddy. Don't get off track. <laughs>
0: but hey, I want to bring something up that you touched on about a whole generation of kids. This coat that this whole COVID thing was a double edged sword. For the whole fact of, I think they used that to draw a line in the sand, okay? You know, figuring out, okay, we've got this group of people and this group of people are just like, they aren't going to fall for it, okay? But now that that whole, the vaccine thing is, I mean, it is falling apart quickly, like, I mean, the media is every day you've got stories coming out. Hey, this guy died. This guy died. This guy died. This guy died. Uh, you know, the, Johnson & Johnson just stopped manufacturing the COVID vaccine. The CDC just did a study linking the COVID vaccine to strokes. Uh, they're coming out day after day with this, um, the, the COVID vaccine thing. I think that has actually woken uh, uh, uh woke up an entire generation to the government not having their best interests in mind And then, it go- 10, yeah yeah, yeah. Mass- and it goes massively. along with like it goes along with like um but the job market the younger generation getting into the job market and going this is this is bullshit man i ain't gonna do this for 15 bucks an hour i quit Like, oh, no, you have to give your two weeks notice. No, I just quit right now. I'm not.
3: Or or why the hell would I work for my whole life and have retirement and then live for three years and
0: die? Like, that's not living. You've got a whole generation that, like, it did. I don't think they got the compliance they were looking for from a majority of the population. They were expecting to get a majority of the population compliant and, you know, like, malleable and i think it backfired in that aspect like
2: sort of not completely but sort of well there was um klaus i don't think it was klaus schwab actually but it was one of the the heads of the world economic forum he says everyone that complied with the vaccines will comply with the social credit system exactly now, i i do not be so sure. i don't think, I don't
3: he, think he
0: hopes I, think, I did i do think it's backfired you I, know what the I problem is, so is that I, people
2: have seen it that they're not going to they're not They're not going to take this because even the people that at the beginning were like, oh, do your bit, do your bit. Now, these people that have been duped, mm-hmm. have gone ill, injured, do you think they're going to turn around and trust them now and say, oh, yeah, yeah,
3: sure. I'm Buyer's to... remorse. No, and sure. here's the problem. Man, I fall into the category of someone who I was coerced just because my job role in the fucking state. Yeah, so was I. So, so was um, I. And the problem is, like you said, Bandit, it's falling apart very quickly. It's becoming very noticeable, even for people who are very pro-vax. The mm-hmm. issue is the system is going to double down and gaslight people to the very end. The next thing that's going to come out is you'll have hundreds of thousands of doctors and scientists worldwide say, no one forced you to get it.
2: Yeah. You know, like, fuck, yep. they didn't force you. Yep. Oh, Drew do- predicted it right here. Reason,
0: yeah. I mean, yeah. I they- See, the thing is, it's like, you are absolutely right. They are going to double down with something, you know, but they're, and again, they're going to hope for compliance, but I don't think they're going to get that level of compliance like they did before, you know, I really don't. I, I, you know, I don't think. (laughs) I look at the, I look every couple of weeks,
3: I'll look at the Therapeutic Goods Association in Australia, our website for the vaccine rollout. Mm -hmm. I'm still absolutely gobsmacked by the amount of people that are going out and getting number five or this number six, which is for RSVA and the flu and the new
2: COVID. People are just getting these like it's a badge of honour. I don't get it. The third and fourth ones are what's killing people.
3: Mm -hmm. I've, I've been around people with air quotes COVID for the past three years and I have yet to catch it. I'm at the point now where I don't think
2: it actually exists. I think you probably caught it, but it was just symptoms were so mild. I, I yeah. got a bit. Like I'm a right there with you, bro. Flu. But um, yeah, it's. I'm wow. I'm right
1: there with you though, Drew. Like I'm, I've, I have, I've never, I've not stopped working. I've not stopped being with the public. I go in and out of piece, people's houses now, which I wasn't doing before. I was just working on their cars and like, where's where's my death? And you know. Terrible winter. Winter. What is it? Winter of horror.
3: Winter,
2: winter, winter, winter. of death. And yeah.
1: Where's my winter of death? I feel like I got
3: ripped off here. Like. And I don't know about you, Jim, Bob, but all the people you've encountered, Bandit and Terry, I don't know what your experience is like. All the people I've seen who've had COVID, they've been absolutely buckled. They've been at home for three or four days in bed and they've had the worst time. I haven't come yeah. across a single person who's had the sniffles. These people thought they were on death's door whether it's soccer, somatic or it's something that that's they've actually had I or been it given depend on which
2: variant they got obviously yeah. as 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 it goes on and becomes more contagious it gets weaker doesn't it so you ended up with Omicron and people were like it's just sniffles so I suppose it, it could depend on what time people got it if they got it early on when it was more like a, a flu or whether it was later on like I think oh, I was on. I got on. it
0: I got it early on and that thing was like that was like the flu it yeah. absolutely was like the flu and I got it back in 2019 like it would have been like december of 2019 i it was funny and then i was like man this is not the normal flu and then that's when everything kicked off and i was just like now here's a scary
3: thing for you bandit vaccine was one way to deliver mrna what's to say that this isn't a legitimate bioweapon and the actual virus is a way of getting to the people who wouldn't line up for the poke who knows? What, I mean, in a different
0: way. Yeah, they're trying to kill you one way or another. I mean, and they'll use anything at their disposable. But my whole thing is like the real killer is going to be, I think, the vaccine and not the actual, not COVID itself.
2: Yeah, well, I mean, if if anything go, when you see all these pictures or memes and you're seeing the the celebs that have died or passed or athletes, it's mocking them, obviously. But what it's shown is they're like, I'm on my on way from a booster or, or whatnot. Mm-hmm. I think that that's, I think they really, they failed to get across that line where it was going to be the third and fourth were going to be mandated and people had to take them and it stopped at that second one. Mm-hmm. And I think it, by the looks of it, when, when you're heading on that third and fourth one, that's, that's when what's it's going to kill you a lot of damage. And that's. Mm-hmm. So those those folks those extra ones are are basically they're the ones that are passing. I could be wrong but that's just the way I'm observing it at the moment. you
0: mentioned athletes look <laughs> at the amount of athletic deaths in just the last couple of years versus the last forty that's years 40. yeah it has gone from just like fifty or sixty to like fifteen hundred I mean Mason, that's it. Look-
2: even, Even celebrities.
3: celebrities, yeah. Like you look at the um, the Queen's Ver- Variety Gala, which is like a, a comedy stage show they do for Christmas out of the UK. They have a little thing at the end that all the um, uh, entertainers that have passed over the previous mm-hmm. year. That was the longest thing I've ever seen. That was almost longer than the entire show. The amount of celebrities that have died, and it wasn't mm-hmm. your stereotypical eighty or ninety year old stage show performer. Like young it was days, people in their fifties and forties. Yeah. Yeah, it's Which is, it's not uncommon, but it's the number that we're saying.
2: That's the thing that people should be questioning. Well, it's it's every other day at the moment. Someone's passing, isn't it? Yeah, it no is. one, no, none of the media want to mention the elephant in the room. Well, the I mean, elephant I mean, in the room died a couple I'm, of days ago. I've, been, I've, <laughs> I've made a I made a couple jokes to
1: my wife recently. I was like, I was like, these bastards took Betty White because, you know, they made all these because i <clears throat> will be the first to tell you that Hollywood split when all this happened and when Hollywood
0: split no it it didn't split like a 50 50 man
1: no but it did split like there was a lot of the uh, a good bit of the film crews and film companies and stuff that were forcing their people to to take it like that they don't want to come out and say that that's actually what delayed black panther for as long as it did because the star of the movie was like "Fuck you i'm not taking that and they had to keep saying that oh she was injured oh she was injured and that's why it took so long for it to happen and she actually held out until they finally were like all right we're not gonna you know we're not gonna force you to take it anymore but there was a lot of movie studios across the board that were even trying to force like the cast and crew guys the guys that are just out there building sets and shit and it didn't i'll give that to georgia it didn't fly around here we we do there's a lot of filming out here there's a lot of people doing filming in this area it's it's become a little Hollywood and there's a lot of these good old boys. That's what they do is get up every morning and go build pretend sets for movies. And they weren't having it. They were like, hell no, I ain't taking that. You guys can build this such damn self, you know, like, yeah,
2: we, I, I thought it was just like 99% of Hollywood telling everyone in virtue signaling to get it. And just Mel Gibson standing there like saying, fuck you. Sight <laughs> Mel.
0: Ricky Gervais, but,
2: Ricky, Gervais uh,
0: Ricky Gervais diamond, everybody out at the awards for going to Epstein's Island. Yeah. Yeah. But see, and here we are just, people running like a a podcast or running a Facebook page, fighting the good fight, trying to get the message out to people, you know, because, and if you've looked recently, like the trust in mainstream media has tanked, you've got, they're, they're getting rid of like, they got rid of CNN plus. They're getting rid of CNN anchors. They're getting rid of people on mainstream media left and right, because the public's trust in mainstream media has like, it's gone through the floor because people like us have been online, like redirecting people like, Hey, this, this is, you don't need to, you you need to come check this out and listen to this or look at this or read this or watch this.
2: Most, you most know? normal people and um, people that maybe aren't as engaged in pol- politics as the likes of ourselves. Even they can recognize the propaganda because yeah. it's just, too, it's too blatant now. You've you gotta, know, gotta be one. They're not even the hiding. Darkness, you know, they're not hiding it. They, they, they don't care. They're just plugging it out there, and they're hoping that this little cult that they've made stays big enough that it's going to keep voting them in. But I mean, I mean, how long is that going to last? It's getting to a point see, now where this sort of liberal cult that keep virtue signaling about everything—it's—it's it's getting beyond at, ridiculous. At
3: a bigger agenda, at a bigger agenda, the issue is that they've they've ramped things up too quickly. Whether it's their own hubris or their incompetence, they played, they they played play the played cards too, too quickly. Quick.
0: Too yeah, You got it. And see, the thing is, I constantly bring up like and I think it's going to happen worldwide, not just here in the United States. Like when they say, oh, they're going for world domination, you don't understand the logistics behind controlling a world population with an iron hand. It's they, not going to happen. They can't do it You're, here in the States. They never did a good job of trying to iron hand the States. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's going to happen worldwide. They just don't have the ability to dominate an entire world population. You Uh, are going, they've, like you said, Drew, they've got this cult. They've built this cult of people in certain areas that will just comply with absolutely anything that is fed to them. That's going to happen.
1: 120 guns per 100 people. I think
3: COVID was definitely their testing grounds to see
1: groups would fall online.
3: Yep. Pandemic is great for a testing ground, but the next thing has to be something large scale, large disaster type of a deal. Operation Bluebeam. My my mind goes straight to they're going to use um, rods of God and they're going to drop dirty big iron ore rods from satellites to simulate an asteroid strike. And they'll hit a couple of cities somewhere, maybe somewhere out of nowhere. And
2: that's what they're going to do to scare the shit out of people. I think they've got a plan. I think the plan of action, obviously, first was Empire. Now that failed. So they've tried to take... And then next you go COVID. So that was a test. The next one down the line is uh, global warming and 15-minute cities to lock us down. And then if all of this fails, if all of this fails, then they're probably going to do something pretty extreme. What that is at the moment, I don't know. But see, I've got I a mean, theory.
1: If they do the extreme, if they do the extreme thing, like I, like what you're saying up there, Drew, the the dropping the rods of God, like they're not going to have anything left to control. Like they're it's going to. I think it's going to level so much that you're not. You're going to have more people come together in their small tribes, and you're going to have go to find them for help. That's for sure. Like people, like I think. Yeah, artists.
3: I think they've just got the technology now. If they decide to go with like a great reset, air quotes. They could quite feasibly knock out a good 50, 60, 80% of the population. Mm-hmm. Then they roll out those DARPA dogs. You have those with AR-15s on the back or fully autos running the streets. And have, seen how in the bad they
1: are? have you seen how bad those DARPA dogs are? They can't, they can't turn. They can't aim. They can only shoot directly. You just got to go
0: with the, where the battery box is or the hydraulic actuators are with, you know, they make armor piercing ammunition for ARs. That's easy yeah this is what
3: they're showing you though what they're really, really going to roll out
0: but see you t- I, okay we'll 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 go along with what you're saying drew but when you look at like how spread even even like you know i i even anywhere i i, I think this is going to apply worldwide they're going to focus mainly on concentrated city centers, your major metro areas. They are going to roll in with that stuff and like Iron Hand rule major metro areas. LA. Oh, for sure. Okay. It's going to be it's to be smart cities like Aldous Huxley. They're going to be anything, people in the cities and people that live in the wild outskirts. That's see, what Drew, be. Drew gets it. Yeah, I mean, perfect. it's going to be in your rural and country areas are going to be left to fend for themselves. I am completely okay with this. You know, they're look at, I mean, they've already disarmed your major Metro areas here in the United States. They've already made illegal any type of AR platform. Um, They're, they're stripping their guns. I mean, they're taking away their personal freedoms in the major Metro areas, you know, because they understand like, you can't roll into how big the a place of the United, uh, how big the United States is and how spread out we are. You just, there's no way you could control an area that big. So they would have to focus on the major metro areas the same way with Australia. I mean, and the same way with Europe.
2: Well, yeah, you're not going to be able to control. Partly, Brisbane's part of the 15 minute cities plan as well. I've read yeah, a well so about Melbourne it. and Melbourne as well. They're two of the cities that have been mentioned and they're saying obviously Oxford's the trial, but it's not fucking trial. It's um it's happening as soon as the trial begins that'll be it that was an interesting did you
0: actually watch that video of how they were going to do the the 15 minutes thing in oxford no no the video i you can't even go visit a family member like they're going to slice the city up into a pie
2: yeah and you're only allowed a hundred 15 minutes leave that zone yeah
0: well even if you have a didn't they try Family this member. with a wall
1: once before somewhere? I, I feel like I feel like they built a wall and split <laughs> split, split families in half and kept them from seeing. Oh, this is just so familiar to me.
0: <laughs> no, okay, we, I see where you're saw going with this. this. All right, all right.
3: We saw this. We, we saw this literally with COVID in Victoria, though, like that you could only leave your house for an mm-hmm. hour a day for exercise. You couldn't leave your um, designated postal code zone. You couldn't travel so many kilometers from your house. And when people push back against it we saw the smart cities initiative that Daniel Andrews our premier spent all the money on and we saw heavily militarized police crack skulls shoot people with rubber bullets get the beanbags out with the shotguns it was brutal
2: and that it was is. only a small taste yeah it was it was it was like bloody soviet russia i don't recommend getting shot worse, by a worse down there than here
0: no nah, or assault or assault room and oh, Roxanne gosh. will mess you up, man. But still, you're—that's exactly what's going to happen. You know, they're going to have these m- smart cities, and it's going to be—they're going be, to be mega cities. They're going to be more worried about. about- yeah, they're gonna be yeah more Judge Dread. Exact. About- that's exactly it. And
1: they're going to be more worried about keeping their minions in line and trapped than they're going to be worried about me and Bandit on the outside with our makeshift you know, wasteland vehicle out here scraping things off the side of the road because whatever. Like I think for the for for the most
3: part we'll be fine for a while until the people inside these cities start to get a bit antsy, then they're quickly going to turn to those people out there in the wild, those barbarians, the people that raid our fields, the people that take your food, we
0: need to deal with them. And it
3: becomes a separated thing
0: again, turning
3: people against each
0: other. I mean they can try. I mean really they can try. Right, they really can try. I would, <laughs> my neighbor's got his Great Dane his Great Dane out. And I don't think that... I think that's like a mutant grain Dane because that's like a horse.
1: They're I mean, there. I don't... I, I think that they do as they w- they, they... They're going to continue to try to do as they want but even their own simulations always end in... Them losing. them losing and that's why they continue to throw all their cards onto the deck right now because they're trying to do everything they can while they can because they even know they're in line for the wood chipper uh, at this mm-hmm. point like they
2: well that's why i wouldn't relate really like them dropping another virus even if they if they can't pre- predictably control it the way they'd want to
3: well have to we heard it. of white lung coming out of china recently have you heard about that one oh. i'm sorry what no There's a new virus. It's not COVID. It's called white lung. It's called this way because it's the images of the lungs are so scarred with white big blotches. It looks like someone would have from asbestos mesothelioma. It has a 40% kill rate. Oh, yeah. I found it. So there are concerns now that whether it's a fear campaign they're pushing out again, but that with China opened up again, these people start making their way into population zones and... Like you said, Terry, if that is a new virus, that's the one they want to drop, something that's actually going to kill people because so many people are apathetic about COVID or don't believe it or think it's nothing, that they're going to hit a lot of
2: people all at once. This sounds yeah, like then, pneumonia. you know what the ironic thing would be? I bet you the vaccine will work this time and everyone that did has seen what happened this time with this one won't get it.
3: Yeah, that they wouldn't surprise it me. Will Terry
2: like, or- won't it will actually work. Or... Or it'll be flip flop and
0: knowing that there are people out there with two and three jabs already for so, the jab will actually make you more susceptible, knowing people will line up for it. So mm-hmm. let me ask or let you ask go them. the
3: other way. Go the other way, sorry, Jim Bob. People who have taken the jab are immune to this new del- that's released and they use it to take out all the people that
2: weren't compliant. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what Maybe. I'm thinking. Proper side. Either
3: way, up. there's some evil assholes out there. Science, so, you know, so science. Just, just but, hold them but under the
0: puddle. But, well, we'll that's how these assets, guys think, right? isn't it? Oh yeah, yeah. The lo- see, they've got long run. They've got time on their sides.
1: But seeing how, but seeing how much they actually fumble the ball, and are incompetent, competent. Yeah, um, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Like on that's on many aspects of it. Seeing how, how often they I'm fumble. I'm being kind. The ball. And then. And then my other thing that I like to point out is who, who are they, who and what are they going to send? Like, because our military has been beaten by rice farmers and goat herders. (laughs) Y'all's military got the shit kicked out of them by emus. (laughs) (laughs) So, like, to me, it seems that I'm not too concerned about them sending a bunch of 18-year-olds to, you know, attempt. I'm not to to come to my uh, attempt to make it up my driveway like you know good good luck like but it's just the the more the more i think we should be concerned at the things we're doing the more i also am like you know what i'm just going to keep doing more for myself because yep because you know eventually sure are they going to try to show up and dunk and let me Possibly. But you know what? I'm gonna have some fun going out on the way of doing it. Like it's it's just a matter of not just of,
0: yourself though. Do more for your community. Yes. You know? Yes. Become more become that asshole that everybody knows, regardless of if it's the
1: pirate hat or not. They're gonna be like, Oh god, here comes that guy again. Even though he's being helpful, he's totally annoying. And I'm just like Yay.
0: (laughs) Like Do more for your community. It's like everybody always thinks that they're going to be the one that's just going to hole up in their house with their supply of food and ammunition and going to ride this out. No, you're not going to do this alone. Be known for the guy. Be known as the guy that is out, you know, cooking a big meal in the backyard when, when shit goes down. Be the guy known for feeding people in the backyard you know, in your backyard, building your community. So you have that community rely on because you're not going to get through this yourself by yourself. That's just plain and simple. I'm
1: I'm all about building these smaller communities. And I think that we've been talking about that a lot recently with like Spike Cohen and other people that have been coming on the show, Um, building your community better because you know what, when the shit does hit the fan and they send their robots to New York city to trap Luis. You know, us folks out here can band together and turn our cul-de-sac into everything that we need. You know, Mm -hmm. there's there's I guarantee right now in your little neighborhood, there's somebody there that is familiar with herbs. There's somebody there that's familiar with how to butcher. There's somebody there that's familiar how to hunt and the that's familiar how to can, you know, and the best thing I can tell you to do is get out of your house and go meet your neighbors and see what you can learn from them. Every interaction with another human being is an opportunity to learn something that you didn't know
0: before. Network, even Network. a community online, yeah, even pe- even people online, get yes. to know those people. Yeah,
1: you know they always tell you that don't meet your internet friends, but you know I've met most of my internet friends now in real life too, and I think they're pretty fucking awesome. And they have not only helped me through sometimes as far as conversation wise, but we swap recipes and stuff like that on the regular that we both you know, that we all trade up and stuff like that. We have no problem sending something to one of our buddies across the country if we need to, to take care of them. Like I've, I really am, have always had the desire to build a community, you know, like that's why I've always invited like other meme Lords and stuff on here that I was friends with and things like that too, because I think that we've got our own little niche community out there and made a whole bunch of friends along the way of making silly pictures to fight government propaganda. So why not do something with that friendship that you've made instead of just leaving it at LOL?
0: Like, uh-huh. I feel like I'm getting jet lag. Like the sun is going down here, and it just rose on <laughs> your side. I feel like I'm getting jet lag right now.
1: <laughs> Damn, daily savings time, messing with my time over yeah. here. Yeah, them all. We dude, they got us so messed up over here. I know you guys don't have to probably deal with all that nonsense, but our time jumps all over. Oh, we do. We do.
0: Do you?
2: Yeah, we're,
1: it's
0: daylight time
1: at the moment here.
3: Uh, what time
0: is it? What time is it?
1: Uh, uh, 9.23am for me.
0: 5.23.
2: Uh, for me.
1: Oh, so you guys are opposite from each other too in there. <laughs>
2: no, no. It's, it's bizarre. Um, Drew's like south of me, and I don't think really much further east. So I don't know how the – it's strange how Sydney and Melbourne have got different – Times, but they're pretty much south. Right, yeah, seven safe hours. on the same coast. It's, but it's, they an be the same time zone, but they're not yeah. for some reason. He's seven
1: hours west of me, and somehow in the same t- same time zone.
0: So we would have to be. We would have to do a show. We'd have to do a show at like seven or eight a.m. here to make it evening time for you guys. To make an evening time for you.
2: Mm-hmm or even just like Still. later on in the day for you guys so it's not as early in the morning here That that's good yeah it's just obviously the time zones mm-hmm. but um yeah it's strange the the time zones in australia because i think it's only a, an hour and a half from us to perth is that right yeah yeah it's about bi- an hour and, ha- and it's an entire continent away it's like a six hour flight but for some reason it's only an hour and a half in in the the time zones and yet that is so, so spread really out of Me and pretty much not really that much further east or, or west is a slightly is it slightly west melbourne slightly west isn't it because it's, it's sort of inland yeah melbourne's in the center of victoria
3: but i'm i'm east side of victoria so yeah i'm probably right in line with where brisbane is
0: yeah you guys well, are so, you just as spread out town. you guys are just as spread out in Australia as we are here in the United States. It's just Probably like people more so have because there's nothing yeah. in the middle of us. Yeah, it's like that. There is such a misconception about like how truly big the United States is, or Australia, or any other country like that. You know, oh, because they are guy. so used again with the public education system that screwed up flat map that they yes. use to show, and you just have no idea like how big and how spread they, out we are. They, oh, Jim just See if you can find my meme. I, I put a <laughs> meme up about a map of the American
3: school system at work. See if you can find it on my Instagram. It should on be pretty recent. Yeah. What well, oh, is it Americans it? and maps? It's Americans comparing the size of Texas to Europe. <laughs> it's yeah. Australia and South Africa.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Man. Come on now! (laughs) That's Europe inside of Texas. Oh, -oh.
1: it's it's not.
0: Uh oh! Did you see who was on that, Jimmy? Did you see who was in that comment section? Put it back up. Put it back up. Yeah, I know. I know. You know, you saw. Okay. All right. But but he's 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 been giving me a hard time recently.
1: I but yeah, I was trying to. I I like the guy. Like, so, but. That's that's the education system across the board, though. Still, too, just like everything else we were talking earlier, like we've we've failed there. I think we've failed in re- regulation and all kinds of ways, and it's it's been because of just bad deals along the way. I think there's been our grandparents' generation and our parents' generation kind of sat there and let R.J. Reynolds buy Nabisco Foods. You know what I'm saying? They they kind of allowed for a lot of this stuff to happen and If we focus more on that local level thing like you're trying to like we keep discussing and you're getting from your local farmers or you're getting from your local sources and doing things that you can yourself and stuff like that you're going to add to your own health levels on top of adding to you know a better life in general i think instead of worrying if klaus schwab is going to send his robot down here for me to polish like Man, I don't give a fuck about that goofy looking motherfucker. Like he's it, to me. It's funny.
3: to He's watch a made up.
0: He's a puppet. You know like he's, Kyle he's, Schwab is he's a puppet. puppet. too. Yeah. He's, he's
3: a caricature of an evil villain, isn't he? He's so like, yes. manic and the, he wears
0: costumes. And see, <laughs> everybody, everybody just like they want yeah, boge- to.
3: <laughs> they, like
0: they want a boogeyman to focus on. And it, they pick Klaus Schwab. I mean, really? The
2: yeah, real? I, I, wouldn't, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't mind knowing where the education system is involved in how we as a society approach conflict. If you think, like a couple hundred years ago, if if these people were, were doing this sort of stuff, what happened to them? Tarred and feathered, mm. bashed. You know, yeah. people put up with way less then, and now people are almost apathetic and also complacent. Very- very afraid of conflict and you know it, it leads to people being very compliant
1: mm-hmm.
2: and there's i'm I'm, wa- I'm wondering how much of the education system is involved in that if at all i mean don't get me wrong it might not be involved but I, I see a difference in characteristics between generations 100 to 200 years ago and now where we're putting up with a whole heap of shit and everyone's just sort of sitting back and I'm we're being
3: domesticated it, yeah. more and more
2: each generation but yeah that domesticated that's the word but yeah yeah very much so
1: and separated too you were making that you were making that note earlier about the constant separation you know and i, I like to point this mm-hmm. out all the time we're separated on things all the way around you know oh, pepsi or coke chocolate or vanilla like but fucking let people like what they like bro like even in the conspiracy theory realm, like
3: we're the most open-minded people. But as soon as you focus on one topic and you disagree with each other, it's like, you're taking a toy away from a little kid. No, this is mine. You can't have it. And we Mm -hmm. feud and fight over things, but we agree on majority of everything, but there's still things that we will fight and feud over.
1: Right. And I've, you know, I've that I've run into that a lot throughout the years and I find it silly because I'm just like, bro, we're on the same team. Like, I think, I think that conversation is one to be had after we do something about the things we agree on, including, you know, like the the constant tyranny and stuff like that. And these psychopaths out there that are, that own and run everything, you know, like it, that's should be the bigger focus than fighting on any of it. You know, like
2: I've, I've thought, I've
1: just, you know, like I, I, people find this controversial or whatever. I've always had a respect for people that have, that are into the flat earth realm thing, because I am like, yes, these guys get it. They're onto something. They realize that people lie all the time and they can, the flat earth folks usually easily accept the government lied. I don't have to argue that with them. You know what I'm saying? But then when you try to mesh people that are flat earth with people that aren't flat earth, they just start getting at each other and they want to talk about that. And I'm like, Wait, wait, why are we fighting about this right now? Like, let's let's move on to something else because this doesn't seem to be a subject to fight about.
2: And that's where I I think that's that's where I come
1: along though and started fucking fucking with people on this show, I think, because I'm like, well, you know what? I don't think it's either. I think we're inside of a turtle spaceship. And they're like, what? The conversation (laughs) shouldn't be
3: about whether the earth is a ball or whether it's flat. The conversation should be around why is NASA lying? Why are the maps not what they are supposed to be? And yes, go from there.
1: Yes, you are right. You are right. That's that's a great example, and this goes along, I think, with like the food and stuff too. As you were mentioned earlier, Terry, about you know the percentages and stuff, and we were bringing that up, and even things that are labeled as non-GMO being complete horseshit, and it's mm-hmm. because it is. You know, you've got you've got PepsiCo. Look at Pull the list up, you know, on yourself on your own time of the. I'll even find a link for you, of the things that PepsiCo owns, and you're gonna be like, why do they own all of this? What happened to the idea of you're not supposed to monopolize things and things like that? Like you.
2: Well, the the, the free market should really just have a big box saying Vanguard on it, really shouldn't it? Because or BlackRock yes, both. because
1: they both the have interest and in, and and the thing is, is they both have interest in it you know the same people that have money in coca-cola have money in pepsi the same people that have money in burger king have money in mcdonald's like it's not <laughs> it's it's not <laughs> it's Who's a,
3: who has a board member for every major company in the stock market blackrock yep they have a controlling stake in every single board everything it's
2: fucking- frightening what those guys are doing they're buying up houses now so to try and create a permanent rent market
1: yeah well look how look look how that look how well their idea of buying up all the used cars in existence with carvana went because that's what they were doing with carvana was trying to buy all the
2: how did that go
1: oh it completely tanked and carvana just went under and blackrock one one lost 1.2 trillion dollars because of carvana going under and now the wow. and now the used car market is back to five hundred dollar pickup trucks, and I'm excited. Yeah,
2: <laughs> that's going to
3: yeah. happen with the rental market, though, Terry. I don't know what it's like in Brisbane, but there's so many rentals in Victoria which can't be filled because they're too damn expensive.
2: It's insane. The average the three bedroom
3: percent. house is like five hundred bucks a week.
2: They're so doing my them. my mortgage is cheaper than mm-hmm. um, rent. People who are renting and yeah, and exactly. smaller houses as well. Some someone. Um, can pay more than me because I fixed my mortgage and I, because I knew that all this uh, inflation nonsense was coming. So I fixed it at a really low rate and I'm paying roughly roughly about 500 a week for a a four and two. So Drew knows what a four and two is. It's sort of your standard house, but um, there's there's people paying like an extra $150 a week where I am in the gold coast for a smaller house. And it's insane. And people are really struggling at the moment. So, I mean, I've, I've had neighbors not moving out constantly because they can't they can't stay here because it costs too much and it keeps going up and up and up. So, yeah, I mean, I suppose at some point you're going to end up with an attempt to seal the housing market over here. I'm not sure if it would be BlackRock or whether it would be like a, an Australian equivalent company. But, you know, what they said, you know, you'll own nothing and be happy. So I suppose they want to create a permanent rent market everywhere, not just... The USA, it'll be Australia as well. Yeah, we've and got Florida. two brand
3: new built houses next to me and they haven't been filled with the last six months. We've had no neighbours because people yeah. can't actively pay that rent. They can't. No, so at can't. what point do these people who own these properties themselves have a mortgage, can't pay their own mortgage, and they have to sell these houses? And then mm-hmm. who sweeps in? A BlackRock, a Vanguard, someone like that.
2: Uh-huh, exactly. I think that's a concern. I mean... I. I haven't heard anything of that happening in Australia yet, but give it time. It's I'll even be worse surprised if you don't try something like that. It's even worse in Canada. No, oh, don't get me started on
0: Canadians. Canada's Canada's just, <laughs> oh, Canada, oh, Canada oh, that is Canada is. Or is that far flag, is call them British to Americans?
2: The maple leaf. <laughs> They've got the maple leaf oh a
0: my leaf. god, dude! You just did not say. I, Hey, British next time Americans. we have, I gotta get I gotta we, get John on here. Is what yeah, you're saying? next time we got John on, and I'm just gonna call him a British American. <laughs> I want to see that. I want to see that face, man. But uh, it's going to. I don't know if it's gonna crash or if it's just gonna correct itself or not. I, I just I don't know what's gonna happen. But we bought where we're at right now. We bought. In 20, oh man, it's 20, 2018. And we fixed at a super, super low rate. And, you know, we just got right in time, you know. And, you know, like you said, the rent, like both houses on either side of us are uh, renters. And we haven't had any neighbors in, you know, a long time because they just can't do it and they're older Yeah, yeah. and they're older they're older um houses too and they still can't like people can't afford this rent that people are asking for but it's not
3: just the rent it's the cost of living as well everything is going up (laughs) like Mm -hmm. i I, i'm (laughs) my wife and i both work we're teachers it's not a terrible wage But going off if I was a single guy trying to live on my mortgage plus the cost of living,
0: I couldn't do it. So I don't know how the majority of people who work in retail could possibly do it. They're not doing it. They're choosing between like feeding themselves, feeding themselves and paying for utilities. Mm -hmm. And that's why stuff up on credit cards. That's gotta be like uh, And that's why they're having this entire generation of people that are just like, I'm really tired of this, you know? And I know who's causing this and I don't know what to do about it because you get into the grocery store and you're even seeing like, you're even seeing like people breaking down in the grocery store that normally wouldn't like like, actively voice their opinion on something um, encounter like these just asinine prices for butter, milk, eggs, you know, and they're just, they're flipping it in the grocery aisle. Like, why are they doing this to us? I can't afford this. That is somebody like awake. That that is somebody waking up. Yes. Unfortunately, it's not under the best circumstances that they're waking up,
2: but they, only, they are. There's only so much you can blame Russia, where people just no longer care about geopolitics and they're like, I don't give a shit. Just fucking fix the prices so that I can afford to live like a human yeah. being, not like a dog. And
3: yeah. they're not connected at all. What's happening in Russia should not impact the prices where we are in no. Oh my sure God.
2: It's just a dollar collapse, isn't it? So,
3: like, I I almost had that moment to um yesterday, bandit, where I went and bought some chocolate covered covered um, almonds, small mm-hmm. little container, ten dollars fifty for less than a handful of chocolate covered almonds.
1: Yeah, you know, trips trips to the grocery store are are getting ridiculous. You know, you can go in there and the bat carry the basket. And spend a hundred dollars quicker than you're even realizing you're spending
0: a hundred dollars just on buying dinner oh, for that night. No, no 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 i am i am thrifty man
1: i mean i i am too but i mean but it's it's good the average the point,
3: person could quickly rack up a 250 to 300 easy Wake, my
2: really- the other day and it was 300 and i looked in the cupboards and i was like what the fuck There's did you buy there.
0: Yeah. And it's like it should not. And the thing that should come to mind is when you're grocery shopping like that is like you should not have to be like this. Yes. You know, in choosing between this and this, I can't afford this. So I'm going to get this. I guess I'm going to eat this for dinner tonight because I can't afford this. It should not
1: be like that, especially in 2023 when we should be the most civilized and advanced we've ever been in and in, in mm-hmm. human history like what why is this even a thing like why are there people yeah. on the street why the- are there people going hungry like that theoretically with our level of
3: technology and the ways that we can produce food on mass we should have the most downtime out of any generation
0: yo we should, we should be in a renaissance of art and Based creativity. on the amount of food production the entire world's population can be fed 20 times over because of food production right now but what is it 35% of the population of the world is going hungry right now we sh- based on food production and Okay, so United States is one of the biggest producers of food waste on the planet. I won't even get into that right now. That is a whole new episode. But we are the biggest cause of food waste, the United States is. I I will be the first to admit to that. Look at Terry walking away in his boxer shorts because he just woke up. (laughs) But, you know, I mean, the world's population should be fed 20 times over because of food production right now. But it's not because of greed. Yeah. You know? because of greed greed is starving almost half the population well i really hate to see what's going
3: to happen with north africa this year just the way that the ukraine grain system has been so interrupted the majority of their grain went to north africa so you're going to see mass starvation on a scale we haven't seen since like the 70s or 80s
0: yeah probably worse yeah
1: absolutely you know but you. But there again, like you're talking, Bandit, you've got this this greed, you know, Walt, the owner of Walmart has been threatening to close down Walmarts nationwide because he's losing $3 million a year in theft. Yet, billion. Yet his profits last year were $112 billion.
0: It's $3 billion a year, not $3 million.
1: Whatever. I don't
0: care. Yeah. He deserves but it like-
3: th- did you ever think we'd be in a time when you'd see stakes with security tags on them? Facts.
1: Like, no. it's nuts. Like, why? You, you know, I, I'm i a firm believer of if you see a mom inside of Walmart stealing dinner for her kids, no, the fuck you did not. You didn't see anything,
0: man. I mean, especially <laughs> from a big corporation. You didn't see yeah. anything. I'm not, I'm not advocating for theft. I'm just saying mind your own business. If, if people are I mean. that
2: desperate, then there's, are you, are you really going to, no, you know big, gas, there's gas bigger gas problems. problems we we stealing foot
0: we had
1: um yeah. there uh thursday night here in the state of georgia over here in southeastern uh united states we had some pretty hairy tornadoes come through and the town that i work in it destroyed a good chunk of the town that I work in, like it leveled a hobby lobby and a Walmart and the entire hood and a few other areas and stuff like it, you know, my mom was trapped for two days inside of her house cause the trees down and stuff. And I, you know, I went to work, I got to go around and see all the stuff looking around and I kept seeing people online talking about, Oh, you stop, you know, stop looting Walmart. And I'm and like in the back of my mind, I'm not going to comment, but in the back of my mind, I'm like, leave those people the fuck alone for two reasons. One, no one has power. Everyone's in a panic. People are probably getting mostly food to start off with. Number two, fuck Walmart. All of that stuff's going to get thrown away, <laughs> and they're going to get tax money for it, or they're going to get they're going to get Bill insurance students, money. Right? Yeah, they're going to get inter- insurance money for every item that's in there. So if people are in there, if why are the cops over there worried about people looting the Walmart that's split in half instead of worried about the people stuck in their car? because a tree come down on the hood of it and they were on the way home trying to get away from the store. Like you've got, you have got your priorities, bass fucking awkward, sir. Like it is, it is time to focus more on the community than it is time to focus on that mom over there stealing that steak so that she can make a fire on the grill and feed her babies tonight. Like
2: imagine
3: if those corporations did have a community mindset though, like bandit was saying, it's all about greed, like the situation where a cooler breaks down or Mm -hmm. a a cooling unit, that company, if they really wanted to engage the community, they'd take all that meat out, they'd cook it up as a barbecue, and they'd offer it for free to customers. Or
0: homeless people. Yeah. yeah. Money. Money. Yeah. It's not profitable uh, to feed the homeless or feed the community I, with waste. It is not profitable. That's a, why. Yeah.
1: I spent many years running restaurants when I was younger and stuff like that too. Like as the general manager, I've run a couple pizza restaurants, a couple chicken restaurants, and stuff like that. And it was always in our handbooks and stuff that you had to count the waste at the end of the night. And I was, I was constantly in trouble because not only did I pay the local homeless man that came into the shop every night to clean my windows and take my trash out with a couple free pizzas that were left over that I was just going to be throwing away. And he was very appreciative of it. But when I moved on to other restaurants, I tended to do the same thing. I was the first person to find the homeless guy that hung out in the area and be like, Hey, come clean my windows and take this trash to the dump for me tonight. I'm going to give you a meal. And they're like, what? I'm like, do it. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? You know, they were, they were usually game for it. Like they didn't, they're, they're out there trying to do for themselves. And I used to catch so much flack. People would write me emails from corporate and threaten me with my job all the time because they're like, you know, you're putting us at risk. What if he chokes on a chicken bone and dies? And they find that Zaxby's cup there and the news shows up and is like, homeless man eats Zaxby's and dies. And I'm like, well, then you've got bigger fucking problems.
0: Like, you know, it all,
1: <laughs> yeah, it all yeah. comes
0: back to, like, it's not profitable to feed the homeless or the community with food waste. And the United yeah, right. States being the number one producer of food waste in that aspect. It, it's just right.
2: not. Yeah. I mean, I never thought I'd live to see what I've seen in the US where people taking waste food and trying to feed the homeless and the police turning up and pouring bleach over it. I'm saying see, you need I, a I don't
3: bought. I don't buy that. It's you not it's
2: if it's like, going oh, to
3: waste oh. anyway, what's being mm. wasted by giving it away? Facts. There's nothing that's going to be made from it.
2: Facts. But you need a pyramid. I enough. don't get it. Uh, no.
1: You're a hundred percent correct. That that's one of those sentences that I'm like, why do why do they tell us that? That doesn't make a lick of sense. Like you're literally like, gonna make me you want me to count it, tell me how much of it was there, and then put it in the dumpster. No, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna totally give it. To my employees tonight because they did a good job wrapping up and instead of throwing this waste away, they're gonna eat food for free on me because why would I not?
3: It's an eat- oxymoron, isn't it? Jim Bob, you threw away 50 steaks that we could have made money on, but we weren't gonna make money on it because we're throwing it out. Yes, but we could have. But we're throwing
1: it out, yes.
3: Just it's that circular thinking that doesn't go
1: anywhere. That's right. Yeah. You're right. I, I completely agree. You know, and I you know, I think tonight we've made a lot of great points and covered a lot of good aspects you know drew i always always appreciate you coming on man I, I like watching you online too and interacting with some of the stuff you got going on and stealing some of your memes man and throwing them over there on uh <laughs> defeat the media with terry and captain conspiracy and the freedom Pir- pirates with me over there on facebook we're you know it's it's always fun man and it's always fun spreading a positive message bringing awareness to things and i do appreciate you hopping on the bandwagon to come over here and join me today even though you guys had to get up early in the morning to do so so it means a lot that you went out of your way to do this for me and hang out today and have a great conversation so i i can't thank you enough sir i, I would like to give you a few moments to hit anything you didn't hit and maybe give yourself a plug on those uh those shows you do again before we get out of here
3: yeah anytime i love coming on it's absolute ball being with you guys um, yeah, Drew Misson from your Missing the Point podcast. Um, you can find me on the usual podcatchers. Also in Conspiracy Theatre 3000, new podcasts have started and a education podcast called The Homeroom Educating
1: Educators. And, man, I, I'm going to have the links so that you can find him back over there on Instagram and over there for Podbean and everything like that where you guys can get back and check out his show and give a good laugh at his memes. Before he came on today, I was actually laughing at this one right here, man. This had me dying. Because you were talking about, it's talking about 8% of Americans thinking they can fist fight a lion. And our buddy that we had on the show over there from the, uh, oh no, it wasn't my buddy, but it was somebody else I see right here now from the Great Deception. I thought it was Dangerous Worlds, but Great Deception's over here saying even more think they can take a bear. And me and Bandit were like, yeah, there is a lot of Americans that think they can fight a bear. Oh yeah. That's, yeah. That's Ryan Dane
3: thinks he can, he can fight a bear where I'd be more comfortable fighting five raccoons.
1: I'll take on five raccoons now. Let's go. Like okay. those are some raccoons tricky are guys. guys. No, 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 no. no.
0: no I, I, you know what? I'm going to fight neither, man. I'm, 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 I'm getting to that age where I'm just like, is it worth it? Nah, not really, man. Bandits <laughs> going to befriend them and then get furry out. Right. It's, them. it's going to be, I'll have ride an army. A bear of <laughs> right? Now that would be, I wonder how, what percentage of Americans think they could ride a bear, like a horse. <laughs> it's got to be the same as fighting it's got to be the same man probably higher it's got to be the same as like what it's got to be the same like thinking they could ride a moose Oh fucking hell! man okay <laughs>
1: okay six percent of americans think that they can uh they would be able to ride a grizzly
0: bear like a horse are you serious? Yes. That- oh, I was just I'm pulling that serious. out of like nowhere. I was just pulling that out of nowhere. Oh, and I hear it, uh, here it is. Like, okay.
1: I'm sorry. I didn't mean to pull that one out there. I like, mean, all right. Good Lord. Good job, America. You guys are just yeah. us proud all the way across. Like, Man, way um, to make it even more of a clown uh, show.
2: All right. For real,
1: for real. Terry, you got anything she'd like to add for this evening before we sign out, bud?
2: No, I'm good, mate. I'm good. It's been a good show, and it's always great to join. Always. You guys. Man, always, you guys, man,
1: you guys out there, I'll plug him if since he ain't gonna plug himself. He uh he is the founder of Defeat the Media that he pl- so nicely made me a part of and yeah. stuff that we help over there on uh, Facebook and stuff and fighting the meme war as we like to say it. And it, Terry's always doing a good job, man, and he's good at looking at things and being smart about it and pointing stuff out. And I appreciate his insight on things and appreciate mm-hmm. him coming over here and hanging out on hanging out with us. You know, it's always good to talk to my friends in the upside down, regardless of. How much he pushes You're me around, thing. you?
2: Know? You'd yeah. upside down. Yeah. <laughs>
1: listen here, listen, listen here, kangaroo, dum I don't care which one of uh. us is upside down, but <laughs> oh no, I love Terry, guys. He's he's a cool dude, and I love following his stuff, man. And he does make some of the fireest memes right there with Drew. They both make some amazing memes, and it's good stuff to do, good stuff to talk about and see. And I appreciate again, I appreciate both of you joining us so early in the morning on your end, man. You got anything you want to say before we tie up?
0: Nah, man, it's always good. It really is.
1: Well, you guys know that here recently I've been doing something a little bit different. And instead of giving you a pirate, cheesy pirate joke to sign out of, I'm giving you a pirate riddle so that you have the opportunity to win yourself one of these sweet Unconstitutional Awakening, the podcast stickers. Uh, you take your take your answer to the riddle and go over there to unconstitutionalawakening.com on this episode. And uh give an answer to it and I'll get in touch with you as soon as we get that taken care of and get your address information and send you one of these stickers. We're going to have another set of stickers coming soon. So even more opportunities to win. So just like with the links and everything like that, find this episode on unconstitutionalawakening.com to answer this question. So this pirate phrase is what you get. If you take a two by four, then place it on a shelf inside of a freezer. What is it? You guys have a fantastic evening. Good night.